something strange in your neighborhood. Welcome to US Comics Cast, your HQ for everything comic book related. Two topics, 60 minutes for the people. I am John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of US Comics. And I am Charlie Rivera, the COO and co-founder of US Comics. And I don't care what the rules of this show are. Sit down, John. Zip it up. What? I'm going first. Wow, I'm taking that's rude. it. I'm taking it. Because today's my day. Much like okay. my birthday that lasts well over a month. Today <laughs> was the day the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer uh. dropped. And I have never been so emotionally <laughs> or physically ready. Uh, as let me tell I you, was. as much as much as I personally enjoyed it, and as much satisfaction and the, all the feels that I felt deep down into my gonads, honestly, I was um, sharing in that space was the joy that I felt for you. Because I was thinking halfway through, I'm thinking, wow, how great this is. And, and it didn't get past that point where I was like, wow, Charlie is dropping his pants right now and rubbing it out with excitement because this is this is so good. <laughs> I I was already at work <laughs> when the trailer dropped. Right. Uh, I started trying to watch it on my work computer because I don't have reception. The Ugh. sound quality was so bad. I got up pouring rain. <laughs> today like the wind the, the wind and rain was coming from left to right not from up to down i walked to the furthest side of the parking lot where i parked oh my god i got in my car let it fully load so i could listen to it in that beautiful <laughs> surround sound and i watched it three times in a row the wow. the only thing i can compare the ghostbusters 3 trailer dropping to is quite literally the first time I made Whoopi. It was so <laughs> nerve-wracking. You With don't another know, person? You don't know by myself. You don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> you don't. You don't know if it's gonna go well or really poorly. Uh, just last night, I was talking to you. I, I. It felt like Christmas Eve, and I know it's yeah, the season. Sure. It felt like Christmas Eve. I was so nervous. I was genuinely scared. I even texted it to you. I was just so scared it was going to be bad. Yeah. It's Yeah, there's it's, o- there's always the, I've been the hurt. fear is a motherfucker. And I, um there, there's always that underlying, yeah, but you know what? Maybe it's it you <sighs> The problem <laughs> is how many threequels have let me down? Versus how many have rewarded me. And it's weird because it's not as easy of a conversation as you think. Because look at the Creed set of films. Creed and Creed 2 are amazing. And they take place forever Mm. after. What? Are we about to fight? Mm. I will slap you. Creed is a little bit of a different animal. Because Creed is like a sideways. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. If that makes any sense. And also you and I are on. We're on opposite sides of the ring in regards to Creed 2. I certainly didn't dislike it. Uh, oh, I certainly, interesting. Uh, I certainly didn't hate it. Yeah. Wh- but I, I'm not, you know, I'm not putting a ring on it and marching down the aisle. Uh, like fair enough, are. fair enough. But you know what? I don't care. Today's too <laughs> good of a day for this you being wrong about some stuff <laughs> to affect me. John, this trailer, the only way I can explain it. 
for someone who foolishly didn't see it. Uh, the only way I can describe it is it is everything I didn't know I wanted. Yeah, yeah. The sure. amount of respect paid to the source material, I don't know if there's a better example of of kind of a new creator coming in. We talked uh, ad nauseum in real life. It, we didn't even we didn't even record this conversation, but you and I were having mm-hmm. a conversation about Star Wars last night. How yes. how in the middle of this new trilogy. They just decided, like, now nah, we're going to throw out the bathwater, the yeah, baby, and yeah. the bathtub, and the kitchen, and let's burn <laughs> the house down. But also, let's you move back into the house. Now we're taking a shower. While taking a shower. The, the, <laughs> the trailer opens up. You immediately are introduced to the family that everyone thought were going to be related to either Egon Spangler or Ray Stance, with them heavily leaning towards Egon. They got the curly sure, hair. Yeah, yeah. They got the vibe. The glasses, it looks like she took the glasses right off of Grandpa's face. Exactly right. If I didn't click the link that said Ghostbusters Afterlife, though, if I saw, if I was sitting in a theater and I saw the opening of this trailer, uh, if it wasn't for sound cues giving it away, I didn't know (laughs) what the movie was. It just looked like a big budget, almost a coming of age movie Mm. was being presented to me. It was the angles they were choosing, the vibe they were feeling, and very much it seems like that may be what they're going for right right well well that's that's a thing and and i'm very uh albeit uh unintentionally uh kind of uh, aware of social media you know like social media pulse i can't help it i'm like i'm like <laughs> you know one of those uh indigenous people that can like feel the train coming down down the tracks <laughs> in his feet like it's not an intentional fucking thing but i'm like mm, train's coming we better get the fucking let's get these buffalo hell out of here um <laughs> i i don't mean to do it it's just you know i don't know maybe it's the secret superpower that nobody wanted and nobody writes about because it sucks um but but that was definitely the the kind of vibe that i was getting by the vocal uh, I don't know if it's majority or minority yet, but like the, the those vocal folks out there, uh, that it's that it's absolutely beautifully shot. I mean, that's that's the one thing that I, the first thing that I thought was like, damn, did they shoot this on like the new <laughs> iPhone? Because <laughs> this shit looks crisp as a mother's truck. I mean, it, it um, was just and and every frame seems so beautiful. It almost seems like oh, they yeah, knew people yeah. were gonna make like a card set. Like right, every right. frame that people were gonna be, be screenshotting the tits off of this fucking trailer and that's exactly what they did because that the the ecto one skidding through the the fields almost <sighs> immediately became like the screenshot on most nerds it just, uh, mobile devices I, and, um, and and the just the lack of you know this this trailer almost seems like it's just not full of shit like it seems mm. and i and again i i know the the director you know Ivan Reitman directed the first two Ghostbusters. Now sure, his son's yeah. coming in to direct mm-hmm. this son one. Jason. And Jason has a line in Ghostbusters 2 where he says, my dad says you guys are full of shit. And it's very funny <laughs> and it's very meta. And it's so right. gloriously being memed, especially in the Ghostbusters community. For those that don't know, I, I have proton packs, traps, dozen oh flight God. suits. It's, it's absurd. My Charlie has <laughs> actual ghosts. Yeah, yeah, that I'm I'm really friendly with because I'm just trying to grow myself a slimer. Uh, but the 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 film looks 
like he felt like he was going to be challenged on every decision. And instead Mm. of collapsing under that pressure, he said, like, no, I got it. Clearly, there's passion behind this. The the structure even of the trailer, immediately that, like, kind of Sandlot vibe is interrupted by a very, you know, a little on the nose considering the actor. But it hits that real, you know, supernatural vibe in a kind of modern way we see the green glow right. it's super super modern and and i i read this someplace i i would give credit if i remembered but um you know much like you i was super invested in it and uh <sighs> you know very involved in like looking things up and and checking things out immediately afterwards and kind of you know for me I was, it was more like let me gauge my own temperature just in case I need to get into a heated <laughs> verbal dispute, um, which which thankfully was not the case because the 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 vocal the vocal vibe that I got was like oh okay um, I heard a lot of not what I was expecting I heard a lot of cautiously optimistic um, nowhere did I really get or did I did I come across any like. Uh, you know, any salt, any heat, any any real um, any anything that was going to trigger me into defense mode, because I, I would have defended it, um, uh, you know, to, to the last. But, you know, uh, the, the thing that, that I felt about it, and I, and I don't know if you agree. I mean, that's that's the whole point of us doing this <laughs> is that it it um it was very meta. In the fact that they were like, uh, you know, Paul Rudd has a line. He's like, oh, when he's talking about the trap, like, oh, this is really a beautiful replica. And uh, <laughs> I was like, ha ha, I got Charlie his first replica, blah, blah, blah. It's worth X, Y, Z now. You really did um, help this uh, problem I have. I really grow. did. Yeah, yeah. You know, I have no problem enabling your nerditude. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it like it did have kind of the vibe. It, it didn't have a broad comedy vibe the way that the first two not at all and the original two is what i should say is that it didn't have that vibe it really and and again this is where i would give credit if i knew where the fuck i got it from um it it kind of felt like the setup for a horror movie you know what i'm saying like okay absolutely here you have a displaced family you know a fish out of water type story um and and the thing about it is we know the original source material so well that immediately like my mind I'm like ha ha I know who this is and blah 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 this is what they're gonna have and when you're seeing like green flashes going through the through the air like in a blur immediately start making connections um you know but it really did though have and and this is the really the only conversations that I got into. Uh, regarding the trailer is that um and i agree certainly that it that it had more of a stranger things vibe which is kind of funny because stranger things yeah. plays on nostalgia and i mean and season two times, was so like, ghostbuster horrific oh yeah totally and 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 you know um a lot of movies that are accused of like playing on nostalgia yeah, I, I think that that can be a legitimate gripe when that's all those movies have. But if this movie um, looked, if the trailer came out as like a high definition version of an 80s comedy, I would not be happy. I, I would not be, 
you know, it would not be one of those situations where, similarly to what we talked about, where, you know, the, the first movie of the new trilogy of Star Wars, when it had echoes of the original, um, how I was like, I, I was pleased as punch about that. I would have, have had the opposite reaction if this trailer did that. If, if he was just trying to repackage the same movie that we already know and, and adore, granted, but we know it inside out. If, if this had been that, uh, I would have had a much different reaction. I'm glad that this is a polished kind of, um, I don't know if serious is the proper word, but that's the one I'm going to use. It was like a very polished, serious take on that source material that we love. However, it's for the trailer. So anyone who slept on Ghostbusters sheets and drank Echo Cooler <laughs> and has any number of replica packs, you know, uh, figures, whatever, slime around their living uh, situation, those people were already going to see it. So the fact that yeah. this was like a shiny uh, Stranger Things-esque type of trailer only makes perfect sense to me because they want us... And they want our plus ones. They want the significant others. They certainly want the kids. Which I think, and and tell me what what you think about it, um, why I think the focus is Paul Rudd notwithstanding. Because, I don't know, he might be 80 years old. He might be 35. (laughs) I have no idea. I can tell you what he's not. King of the vampires. He's not aging. Yeah, it's true. There is a painting of him in somebody's attic that looks fucking terrible. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Paul Rudd, notwithstanding the clear stars, like the focal point, um, what's going to advance the plot are going to be the, the young stars, you know, Finn Wolfhard, who's actually from stranger things and, um, and, uh, the, the little girl and her, her name's escaping me, but it'll come to me at some point in the section. But I don't know. Did you, did you have that feeling? Yeah, yeah I couldn't, I couldn't. I have a hard time McKenna Grace. It. Sorry. And I've had thank you. I've had a <laughs> decent amount of time to think about it now. Again, I watched sure. it at nine this morning. It's it's almost been twelve hours uh since since I, I saw it the first time of many times. You know, and, and I, I don't wanna waste any time comparing it to something I didn't like. But this seemed like such an assurance of quality. It was a promise sure. of the competency of this filmmaking, of the structure, of the aesthetic, mm-hmm. of the feel, of the respect to the source material without without true. feeling the need to to bury leads on potential jokes. But Ghostbusters was a supernatural comedy. That opening is of course, terrifying yeah. of Ghostbusters 1. Ghostbusters 2 gets a lot of criticism for not being as brave, and yet Vigo the Carpathian still sends uh, a chill down my spine, aesthetically yeah. menacing. Him with like a baby in his hand was was scary. When they show <laughs> the just the explanation that something Poor is going Oscar. on, something is wrong. There's no reason that this town is shaking. The reveal of this this the I, I have to tell you, man, and and <laughs> part of it. Part of it is because I, I tend to try to emotionally prepare myself when I see movies going in this direction. There's something mm-hmm. about stuff that deals with, with dad issues because our, mm. our father passed away that I feel a need to rev myself up for. 
expectation wise because otherwise I'm, I'm just easily sure. triggered we missed the hell out of her dad he was awesome <laughs> and when people are kind of dealing with that there's this great setup of they don't know who their grandfather is the hmm. the mother almost seems disinterested clearly didn't tell her kids about who her father was Carrie Coon is like so fucking perfect for this role I just can't I'm so excited I just can't the, wait the cast is like it's, t- like it's just every nah. decision was right but when they do this reveal Paul Rudd gets a lot of screen time because obviously he's yeah. a big name but when hmm. when he realizes Paul advance the plot Rudd <laughs> when he realizes the trap isn't a replica and that there's right, something right, right. in it or it's shook or it's real and he just asks, mm-hmm. who are you? Or someone. And she, exactly. And she just pulls back the uniform. Oh, yeah. The reveal of Spangler on the uh, name patch. John, nope. I just got chills again. It's so, I hate to use this word because it sounds so pretentious. It's <laughs> such solid filmmaking. That is well, you you know what it is, and and they throw the term around fan service, mm, yeah, so often that it 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 kind of stops it stops having any cachet value as far as I'm concerned. But that's like saying for me, and obviously you know feel free to disagree, and and listeners, oh I will as well. <laughs> um, that's like to me, fan service is like the equivalent of dessert like a great meal it's very rare that a great meal that you're going to go on to talk about in some capacity uh doesn't include an equally awesome dessert sometimes the meal can be pushed over the top by that dessert uh sometimes when the dessert is the only good thing about the meal then it's not a good meal, and and that's what I that's how I feel about fan service. I don't think there's anything wrong with fan service when it's the only justification for sitting down at the table and taking up your knife and your fork and tying that, uh, you know, tying that uh, napkin around your neck and and putting in the time. Then you know what? Then then that you could have probably used your time, you know, more more uh, positively, and um. I, I think honestly that we, and uh, I, clearly we're we're just talking about a trailer at this point, but I really feel that the quote unquote fan service of of the uh, of this movie is going to be just the dessert on an awesome meal. Uh, if that analogy and, uh, talks and again, to all my fat fuckers out there, <laughs> you're with me, that, my people. Where you at? That comes down to the quality of the flick. And mm-hmm. again, a, a trailer is supposed to get you excited. It's supposed to give you a, a taste Absolutely. of what's to come. And if right. this and put trailer, butts in the seats. if this trailer is that chef showing us what he's going to feed us, God mm. damn, do I want to order a double? And again, you yeah, you, yeah absolutely. You you kind of hit. You said it very eloquently. Yeah, that's what but, I do. But sometimes, at least. But that that's because <laughs> I had a few drinks. Service, you know the. The weird thing about being in the community, the Ghostbusters community, we volunteer, we dress up like these goons because we love it. And the idea (laughs) has always been anyone can be a Ghostbuster, yakety-schmackety, yakety-schmackety. 
the yeah, thing as long as they have an extra two grand burning a hole in their pocket. Hey, you know, Jesus sometimes Christ. it's not extra. Sometimes you just eat ramen for a few months. Uh, you guys could be playing minor league football with the amount of money that you freaking spend. We on could, but we chose a better path. You son of a bitch. <laughs> um, when what appears to be a terror dog shows up on Paul Rudd's mm. car. When the Ecto-1, which again, there have been all sorts of fans of Ghostbusters complaining that the that the ladder's on the wrong side. Why is it the Ecto-1? Why is it not the 1A? Blah, 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 blah. All these conversations are happening and none of them matter the minute that the Ecto-1 now has a gunner seat. Mm. It's, it's so, it should be corny. I shouldn't want that. I want it, needs it to all be over the top. And you know, what's really, uh, what's really interesting to me also is, um, almost working, uh, in exact opposition to the, uh, and I think the intentional, uh, vibe of the, of the trailer. Like again, you know, for me, it really, the trailer makes it seem like, okay, well, this is the opening of, this is the opening of like horror movies that, um, that that I've seen before and and tend to be pretty outstanding. Um, that's all well and good. And if if you just had the new cast to speak of, I would maybe be 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 uh, parroting that same uh, sentiment of like, well, cautiously optimistic, doesn't have the same feel. Blah 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 blah. The fact that we're getting Dan Aykroyd, Ernie, I mean oh. Dan Aykroyd. We, we we knew it was gonna be involved because he put he, he put the jumpsuit on for fucking Casper the Friendly Ghost. Let let's be let's be That's let's true. be honest, okay? Um, but again, <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, Ernie, my best friend, see him on almost every con that I go He's to. Hudson, the man. Annie Potts, Sigourney Weaver, Ooh. and obviously the Ooh. one who like the crown jewel of the Ghostbusters cast crown. Bill fucking the man Murray himself because they are involved uh, and they're returning in some capacity, you know, whether it's a substantial <sighs> appearance or, you know, or whatever. So, I mean, some capacity we, we don't really, really know. At this I mean, point in, nobody in right who I know. Trust. Well, well, that's the thing. It's like um, it's clearly following the grandkids of Egon Spengler and, uh, and you know, R.I.P. Um, Rest in peace. Which is... Ah, an amazing tribute to to Ramus and and more than warranted. Um, but I mean the fact that you have these comedic uh, uh, you know gods among men, gods and goddesses among men. If you think that okay, well this is gonna be Stranger Things the movie, then I I, I respectfully disagree with you. There's and disrespectfully when I get wants. into my car, I'm going to. I'm going to mock you mercilessly because that that's absurd. You don't put uh, if you're going to make that movie, if, if you know, if Jason sat down and he said, OK, this is the movie I want to make the movie version of Stranger Things or, you know, whatever, whatever other property uses that same uh, theme music. Um, and, and we're going to go ahead and we're going to include all this. You you would not have needed to do that. You could have had a picture of them up on a wall, pay them their money, and and called it a day. I do not think. I mean, I I firmly believe that this movie will have all the comedic elements that that you expect from a Ghostbusters movie. I mean, there's there's already 
uh, uh, they've set the stage for that in the best way. It's not it's not absurdist. It's 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 I hate to say it's Bill Murray type comedy because that I feel like undermines what Hal Ramis, Rick Moranis, what what they did. Uh, Dan Aykroyd. Uh, they all, of course, had their timing, but it was it was it had a certain subtlety to it. Uh, a sort of uh, um, a sarcastic feel to it that mm. I really loved. And when Fun- sure. when Finn Wolfhard's under the table and he says his line is, "Do you remember that summer we got crushed under a table?" That is a Ghostbusters <laughs> joke. That is yeah, yeah. that is what the first film and to a slightly lesser extent the second film did. And again, I don't want to compare it to what happened in 2016, but they clearly listened to what people didn't like about that movie and this mm-hmm. paid attention to it. I don't know if that necessarily yeah. built any direction, but it it acknowledged what people said they did not want. Trailer's been around for for about 12 hours. It's at 50,000 official views, over nice. 2,000 likes, 128 dislikes, which again, you're allowed to feel whatever you feel. It's good, uh, good ratios, and and yeah, of course, you're you're allowed to feel the way you want to feel. You're allowed to be fearful if that's you know the direction that you're you coming from. You have to from. be comfortable that way, like I was yesterday. <laughs> I mean, the fact of the matter though is, some people, you if you had if you had the opportunity to go to Vegas or to go to AC and put money down on the naysayers opinion before they put them out i feel like you probably would have hit at at 90% there there are some people that were not going to like it no matter what they saw so those voices for me personally those those just get filtered out that's like just white noise it's the wind blowing uh, it's the rain falling. It's like you don't even hear. Initially, you got that little shock of like, "Ooh, it's kind of chilly." Um, <laughs> but but those those type of voices, they they wear really thin really quickly. Um, you know, it, I I I honestly feel that this movie, regardless of you know the the advancement in cameras and the lighting and the special effects, naturally, um, you know that that's gonna happen. You 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 couldn't pull an 80s uh, a camera from the 80s out of storage and and literally make the third movie in that uh in that franchise uh in that run um as if it had been made then look i got news for you my personal opinion and and you know you you personally may come after me for this one but if they had made ghostbusters 3 immediately following ghostbusters 2 the way that they kind of uh the studio wanted to and, and certainly dan Aykroyd wanted to i honestly don't think it would have been that great and and it really would have run the risk of uh minimizing the uh, uh the value of the the entire franchise and I, I have an example and and again whoever wants to step up to the plate against me you know bring it because i'm ready to go one of my all-time favorite uh movies period never mind 80s movies was conan the barbarian with arnold himself i mean i've got i've got his freaking sword is hanging above my head so i'll, I'll watch exa- literally see them so i will be you. careful and hear the exactly of right. the women. as much as i absolutely loved conan the barbarian 
I absolutely did not love Conan the Destroyer. And I really feel like a third Ghostbusters movie... Look, Ghostbusters 2 flirted dangerously in this territory. And the stars, uh, many of the stars will say the exact same thing. So I'm not talking out of school. Um, if they had made three right when they kind of would have on the, on the normal timeline of sequel making uh, processes... I really feel you could have been running into a Conan the Destroyer situation. You know, there, I don't, there may have been I former don't NBA We're, stars in there. I'm about to run out of time. I, I, I totally hear what you're saying 100% of the way. But again, it's it's. I feel like this was kismet in a weird way. The fandom never died down. There was always enough kind of material. The legend of Ghostbusters 3 kind of gets to live in this beautiful beautiful place but again the fact that they set this up so well the fact that this was a place spangler bought admittedly in the middle of nowhere was clearly because of shandor mining evoking uh uh from the original movie freaking i i just i cannot wait to see how this connects evor shando back shandor back rather ghostbusters 3 I, everything about this is everything I didn't know I desperately wanted. <laughs> Give it all to me. Give it to me now. Done. I've got no problem with it. I'm happy to give it to you. <laughs> That's my time. So what you got? Because I'm worked up in the best way. I know. I haven't I, sat I... down yet. I feel, I feel like we need to give you a, a minute to kind of come down a no! a, a little bit so the butt cheeks and touch touch the chair, um. So, uh, in this era of uh, of trailer excitement, uh, I'm Woo! gonna kind of keep it in that same vein and. Uh, Ooh, I, we talking about girl? Oh uh, no 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 son, we're talking about my girl. We are talking about my. Jewess, my Israeli goddess, Woo! my uh, um, just just I mean, when you close your eyes and think, okay, what is the perfect woman? You think of Wonder Woman and Gal Gadot. She is, uh, she is embodying the perfect woman for for go round number two. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh girl. Am I so excited? Um, obviously, no, I am not, and nor no one is excited as you are for the Ghostbusters trailer. But um, let's call it one and one a because I am super duper excited for the second trailer. And and again, you know, um, a little bit of um, you know, a fear does work its weasel its way into our brains far more often than we um than than we than we like to admit but um after a stellar first movie um uh, and and I don't think anyone with you know with the gonads big enough to disagree would disagree um after a stellar first effort um and, and I'm not going to talk about her appearance in other DC extended movie uh that that we saw because you know, there, there's, there's mixed yeah, reviews. It doesn't count. Uh, I, I mean, you know, if I had my way and, and DC comes knocking, like eventually you're going to do it, right? 
right dc are, are you listening we've got all the good ideas anyway um uh, uh <laughs> we'd work you know. for so cheap <laughs> all right slow down with that let's let's not cut our i our, would work know. for so cheap <laughs> that's right that's right um but yeah i i was so excited and and i did have that little worm of fear that well what if two does not uh show up the way that the first one did what if what if it's a, a pale imitation worst case scenario what if it's not everything that i hoped it would be and what's really interesting for me at least is uh i mean i'm a fan of wonder woman the character she's part of the dc trinity and uh she's absolutely awesome she is the excuse me the, she's the embodiment of a lot of the things that we talk about charlie and i in regards to u.s comics uh proper and kind of what we want to do wonder woman is not a derivative character she came out um no pun no pun intended <laughs> she 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 dropped as an original creation she is nobody's cast off or duplicate or clone or doppelganger or any nonsense like that she is her own damn strong woman she's no she's not super girl no offense intended um she's you know she's not bad woman again no offense intended um she is her own her own person and she is literally the god goddess uh among men for 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 dc so so naturally she deserves all of the absolute best efforts when you're going to put her up on the big screen 100%. i was a huge a huge huge fan of linda carter she helped usher me through pubescence uh, if you will oh man oh man i can still see her spinning in slow motion um mm-hmm. but but you know gal gadot does such an awesome freaking job she she drops the hammer like she was still in the israeli defense force uh as the combat instructor that she was um they do an excellent job uh and and again we talked about uh, 80s nostalgia uh, being a factor for you know for ghostbusters going in for obviously for stranger things and uh they do go to that well so this is going to be uh this is going to take place in the heart of the the 80s um, it's but, part of but, my 80s it's part of my 2020 80s uh trinity that i'm building <laughs> ghostbusters 3 bill and ted 3 one yes. woman 1984 yeah you know it's, it's perfect and and i haven't seen shopping malls get more attention that i have in the last 24 <laughs> months than i than i did maybe in the entirety of the 80s and 90s because you can't turn around without seeing a depiction of a freaking mall to the point where now i'm like god i, I wish they were back i could go for an orange julius right now <laughs> so so, that, so I, I love the idea of you sitting pantsless i presume watching yeah, sure. the wonder woman 1984 trailer uh-huh, being mm-hmm. like know what i could really go for oh totally yeah, it's delicious, and it will cool off your junk if you see a particularly uh, exciting trailer. Um, but, I mean, there, there's one other specific element that I definitely want to go to, but what about yourself? Because I, I know, obviously, you were waiting as well with bated breath for this trailer to drop. You know, one thing I've done a really, really good job of is trying to hold back uh, expectations. Uh, mm. I love the first Wonder Woman movie. It is a say, movie as that, long as it's not involved Ghostbusters. Well, yeah. Uh, 
that is hard. That is soul crushing when it goes the wrong way. Uh, a few years I've had to suffer. Uh, with Wonder Woman, I love the first movie, but it really suffers from the big bad being so poorly uh, created and crafted. And what are you talking about? The, the it, CGI? Yeah, it just really takes a lot out of the. Mm. It took a lot of the wind out of the sails. Because the rest of that movie, I'm just sailing the fudge along. Um, little things about that first movie, you, I, I build that safety net. I'm like, well, there's these little things I didn't like. And then something like the 84 trailer pops out. And it's like, yay! <laughs> just something as, as silly as seeing the armored suit. I had a real fear that I'm like, oh, are we just going to like lose the classic? She looks so perfect uh in that kind of embodiment of wonder woman but the trailer's chock full of it we finally see the armor and it is a million times better it is than any singular ad i saw it's the wings alone it was just it like is perfect it, king came and smacked me in the face mm-hmm. to be like you and, wanted it you got it oh seriously and and uh, I, i'm really at the point where um, I trust Patty Jenkins implicitly She's just with genius. content where you say to her, um, hey, look, I want like so let, let's say in a hypothetical situation, you are going to get the DC cinematic world to the point where you can do a Kingdom Come movie. I would have no trepidation whatsoever by handing those reins to patty jenkins none at all i would sleep like a fucking baby at this point it really is like i'm surprised they haven't uh uh, pulled that trigger yet well i think that has more to do with uh kind of the uh i i'm not even really sure how to how to uh reference it but the dc extended universe has taken such a fucking beating and uh, a lot of it is absolutely warranted. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and be a defender for the DCEU uh, because I think I think you'd really be a moron if you sat here and tried to do it or clearly on the DC uh, Warner Brothers payroll. Um, they made major, major missteps. They, they made crisscross up and down steps uh, to the point where it would really take someone quite brilliant like like john and charlie rivera to repair all the damage that they've done and, and kind of rejoin everything so who knows i mean I, who knows if that will ever happen outside of a complete uh a restart but look you've had successful uh movies from from you know from the dc stable and you've had successful movies who for for actors who were uh, uh part of that a mess that came beforehand. So, like, you're gonna tell me, all right, you're gonna f- discard now what Momoa did for Aquaman as a standalone. And you're gonna discard what Gal Gadot did as a standalone because you want to, you want to, yeah, you want to connect you know, those five. You want a new on. fifty-two, the the cinematic movie. Like, you, you got to be fucking kidding me. That, that what a major mistake that would be. A bigger mistake than the original one. <coughs> Yeah, 100%. And you know what? That's the thing now is like we talk about it when we talk about the comic books. At some point, you have to deal with what came before. Figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Figure it out. That's the challenge. I mean, that's that's part of the math equation. 
You <laughs> fucked up. Now yeah. fix it. And I do think someone as creative as Patty Jenkins has proven to be uh, with directing of these films, mm-hmm. she could help write that. She could help kind of write the course. Sure, um, sure. We have we have Shazam coming through, and and I gotta just throw back one more thing about this particular trailer. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot for me to go. It, you can usually get me sixty degrees, seventy degrees, eighty degrees from my initial thought. One thing <laughs> I didn't like about Wonder Woman that they added in the new uh, in the cinematic universe was she clangs her bracers together, mm-hmm. and it like creates lightning. It's something that I'm like, why do you feel the need? To do this, and they and Patty Jenkins used it to pretty good effect, but still, part of me was like, meh. In the trailer, when she is straight up lassoing lightning, oh. I was like, it's all good. Whatever you want to do yeah. Yeah. to change her, like shit, Wonder Woman can do, do yeah, it because right, right. you're well, the, a genius, and, and I and love that, it. And that really speaks to the. Um, and f- for me, I mean, you know, again, uh, we talked about this too. Nerd, like, you can call yourself a nerd. Goddamn. <laughs> yeah, fair, it's fair. It's fair. But I'm a nerd for like varied, varied things. Um, for for me, it, it kind of raises its head uh, often with Stephen King adaptations. Uh, and, and you'll I mean, the, to, to the same to the same degree that you'll hear, uh, you know, like like the, the real life Phyllis's from the office uh, in, in your work environment, like if it's raining out, you're going to hear the same like, boy, it's cats and dogs out there. People can't drive in this weather. Oh, I wish I was uh, at home with a nice cup of cocoa and a book like you could set your clock to the to the nonsense that's going to come out. Um, <clears throat> there are certain things about adaptations that you're going to hear all the time. Like, oh, well, the book was better. No fucking shit. You're the director oh, oh, that of the movie that been in your mind. hours, you ass. <laughs> uh, exactly yeah, right. Yeah, this movie so, was pretty good, but I wasn't of starring course, in it. Of course, if you had directed the mental version of the movie, you would have liked it better because you're making it for you, knucklehead. So, and so, also, unlimited budget, unlimited <laughs> ability. But perfectly no, they cast. They should have done it. They should have done Langoliers where the Langoliers looked more realer. Oh, should they have Dick Cheese? Just their budget was seventy bucks and two bags of Fritos. You monster! Again, what what's gonna happen is when you see the adaptations, uh, or when you get the adaptations and and be thankful for it, um, there are going to be certain, uh, you know, certain ways that they're gonna go that you didn't see coming. And will maybe take you a minute or two to digest. But when it's visual like that, when it's visual first, it took me a while to actually have this. I'm like, wait a minute. Can fucking Wonder Woman lasso lightning? I I don't ever remember coming across that. It, It was hours later. I was still basking in the afterglow of the trailer. Um, and, and, and the, the visuals, which honestly, if she had, uh, if you handed her 300, let's say, I think she would have done an as as admirable a job, if not better, than what we ultimately got because she's so good with those visual moments. When Wonder Woman pulls back the breach on that friggin' pistol and the bullet pops up out of the chamber and she oh. Ike Turner's the bullet across the room, I, I, I filled the cup. I, I filled the cup. It was such... 
an awesome friggin' moment and so perfect for the character because yes, she is um she is to a certain degree uh a maternal in the sense that like she will defend her cub uh uh you know to to the end whatever that means and if if you have ever seen a mama bear get to where she's going when her cub is in fucking danger that's the that's a, literally it's you haven't seen it because if you had seen it you wouldn't be here right now it would be the last thing that you fucking saw you would have been told that's the vibe right that's up. the vibe and and obviously again you know a wonder woman doesn't have children uh, in the continuity of the movie as far as i know but uh, gal gadot is is the proud mother of two daughters and she has that fucking look on her face man it comes across she is such a badass yeah, as an I, actor I just, and she's so perfect for the role she rocks and people are such without getting myself worked up because today is a good day uh people are such dismissive assholes because mm. there's no she's not a good actress according to what because i'm watching her and she's fucking crushing it so what are you basing this on you turd just it's it's pathetic it's uh, at know, this point it's people want these these facts to exist because it just fits their sad goofy little lives better and it's it's gro- just people people just want to they just want to run their mouth they just want to hear their own voices whether it's audible or written or or text or whatever um they they want to feel validated in some sense look i totally get that and i agree with your therapist that is something very important that you need to pursue but don't do it uh, by taking you know nonsense pot shots and being wrong to the point where i have no option but to step up to the plate and i myself become the mama bear and and kind of rip your throat out. I apologize in advance. It's, you it had, just becomes, you should not it have comes exhausting to correct and people. hung your food up on the top branch where I couldn't reach it. That was a dick move. You should have left your picnic basket down there where I could get to it and fucking take your beating. That's that's what they deserve. That's Damn what straight. They deserve. And I'll be there in the corner being like, you got him, Damn John. Damn straight. Because it's just, you, you know what drives me insane about this notion of like, no opinion can be wrong. Well, that's not true. Mm. Because if you don't think she's a good, if you don't think Gal Gadot is a good actress, Godot, but cannot, cannot explain it to me, mm. you're a turd. Well, yeah. It, it, then it, it's based it, on an emotional thing. It and discards your quote unquote opinion. So if you can't, if you can't back up any of your beliefs, it's not really a belief, is it? It's just you kind of blah blah blahing away. Now, now, granted, there and 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 we had a little bit of the uh, discourse about it initially. There were certain things for the trailer, admittedly, where I said, "Hmm," and you know, I I did the cute dog head tilt because I'm a pretty cute guy. Um, there were certain things Humble about the brag. trailer. That, that and and uh, you know, funnily, funny enough, I didn't really see the how the fuck is Steve Trevor around right now conversation that, that everyone you and I just had. very much were like, Yeah, they're like, back. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, he's Chris Pine, so they naturally had to bring him back. Like, I feel like that was the uh, the take, uh, uh, you know, from that. They're like, Yeah, they had to bring him back, whatever, they'll they'll figure it out. And and after an initial uh, hey Charlie, what do you think about this? 
Uh, I also realized it's probably going to have something to do with Max Lord's, you know, promissory thing where, you know, it's it's it is what she would want more than Ooh, anything he's else. He's back, so, but he's jello. It's going to be some <laughs> fucking Max Lord's an asshole. Max Lord is the worst. And can we just say that we were talking about casts before? Woo! What solid. an awesome fucking cast God they came solid. to the plate. First of all, Pedro Pascal may have just won the Democratic National fucking convention <laughs> for nominee because this dude, <laughs> it, he's on a win streak like nothing I've seen in recent memory. Every he, now and then, oh my someone God. gets an at-bat, crushes <laughs> a home run, gets in their car, mm. goes goes to play basketball, gets – he. He just he runs just has, back and forth with the ball like a psychopath. He just has to show up. He just has to show up. They're like, oh, that's game. Wait, yeah. what? He's We're just, playing a 15. We're out. Pedro's like he here. He literally just yawns <laughs> and just crushes homers. Yeah, yeah. He's and you, just... You, you want to talk about a home run hitter? <laughs> then we have to talk about Chris and Wig. Because oh, my God. Now, she's, now, and I, she's just trying to win me back. Well, that's she wronged exactly me what I once. Say. It's so funny, too, because she's on, on both sides of the topic. Look, and not to go backwards because that's not what we do around here. Um, regardless of what whomever may have thought about the 2016 Ghostbusters uh, reboot, because that's what a reboot is. For anyone paying attention, write this down. A reboot is when you completely restart something and it has nothing to do with what came before it. That's what a reboot is. So anyone who's referring to the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out as a reboot, you're gonna get you're gonna get smacked in the chops, and I'll never ever take anything you say seriously again. Words just are important. Fair warning. There, just, jerks. just write it down because it counts. Um, so that was a reboot. But that being said, uh, I never, not once in ever, blame an actor for a bad script. Unless it's a situation where they wrote the script, you know, uh, and also plugged themselves in like a fucking dick. Um, and then then it is their fault. And, and there are those examples. But it's certainly whatever 2016 Ghostbusters was or was not is not Kristen Wiig's fault. She is stellar. She is she she can do no wrong performance wise. And like I said, I'm a man of principle. So. I didn't actually see the 2016 Ghostbusters, but you tell me, Charlie. Did, was was her acting poor in it, or was it? Yeah, just no. The... the 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 one exception that proves the rule is when a director is so weak willed he doesn't rein anybody in, and they don't actually follow a script. Because everyone's funny face to face, playing around. When it's structured to a narrative, it falls mm -hmm. apart. So exception well, yeah, proves I mean, the rule. I, if you I get the instructions this. for the Lego set you're building and you have the Death Star Legos in front of you, but you actually got, um, you know, you, you actually got the instructions for the Ghostbusters Firehouse, what the fuck are you supposed to do? I don't care what kind of bricklayer you are, you're not going to end up with the Death Star that everyone ultimately expected. So so I give her a pass. If you're listening, Kristen, you know, I you, give you a pass. Yeah, you know, here's the thing. I don't give out passes. Uh, with that <laughs> you being are said, hard hearted when, motherfucker. When someone when someone does as much great work as Kristen Wig does, I can learn to love again. 
and in very, <laughs> very few frames. Oh, she uh, she can finally sleep at night. It, you know what? If she is listening, I bet <laughs> me cussing from here did I'm hurt her. I'm going to forward it to her. I'm going to forward you, it to her. You should. You should. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to. You should. <laughs> uh, the the uh, I will say this again. With very little screen time in that trailer, I got such an excellent um, Batman Returns Catwoman vibe. We're like, I'm oh, a little sure. chump stain. Now I'm hot mm. as fuck. Now I'm uh, going to fuck you up. I can't her, wait. And it's so, it, it's actually one of those, uh, like, it's an example of how they can show you, hey, we're, we're, we're on the right page here. Uh, like, it's almost like a wink and a smile to you. Um, as a as a fan, um, you know, be, because, you know, like when she talks about how she she always falls in love and like she's she's acting with her eyes like she she clearly wants to be, you know, Wonder Woman or, or, or you know, whom she perceives to be this this, you know, beautiful model fucking goddess uh, stand, sitting across from her. Um, it, it's like a perfect uh, it's like a perfect it's just glorious. realization of the character because you know that's that's what Minerva is she she's a jealous um wanting personality and and inevitably what ends up happening to her um you know is is really a result of that you know so and and that's the other thing also that the, the I, just, I just want to make sure that this is said before I run out of time um the only real kind of like not heat but like chatter uh that my indigenous feet felt uh, on the on the train tracks was that um oh well i wanted i wanted to see cheetah uh look like her her cheetah self i wanted to see you know she was just wearing leopard skin clothing and that's what i did in high school and stuff well like okay well let, let's let's be really clear no one will ever ever has or ever will make a comic book with you in your high school clothes. I don't care who you are. And I include <laughs> myself. And I was wearing Z Cavaricci in high school. Like a fucking boss. Actually also boss clothes. But that, that that's not the that's not the point. That's true. Um, Fashion wise you've been downhill since then. <laughs> how dare you. Uh, jokes on you. Because I'm wearing Z Cavaricci pants right now. So. No I Now it's sad. Um, but, but anyone who thinks that in a trailer. Um. You're going to get everything visually that ultimately the movie is going to contain. Are you six years old? Like, are, do you show for first dates and and worry about not getting fucking pregnant or getting the person pregnant? Also, like, do you think that you're going to show up, you know, for for date number one uh, intended for coffee and, and conversation and go all the way? Did you really think that? Seriously, did you think when you watched this first full trailer, you were going to get to see Cheetah, how Cheetah ends up looking in, in the final act? If you did, sir or madam, I have nothing for you because you are a nincompoop. I said it. I said it. I'll say it again. Strong words from a strong man. <laughs> An excellent week for for trailers. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984 looks absolutely spectacular and there were a ton of great movies ryan reynolds has a new trailer that dropped looks incredible uh, i'm clearly just filling these next eight seconds with <laughs> words because your time is there. that's time oh no, but the, tra 
The trailers were amazing. I'm so excited for 1984. Clearly, Ghostbusters 3, taking cues off of Ghostbusters 1984, uh, just fills my heart. But join the conversation. Hit us up on any of our social media. It's all at US Comics HQ. That's US Comics HQ. That's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Tell us what you think. Is there a trailer that you're even more hyped about than mm-hmm. Ghostbusters Afterlife or Wonder Woman 1984? If so, send it our way. We clearly like being excited. It's true. We got we got uh, hours left in John Leguizamo's Kickstarter. It might already be over. Um, oh, we got to check on that, yeah. Yeah, I'll check it right now. Uh, that's at a support, uh, support Phenom X. It's from Seed and Spark. Let's see where it's at right now. Uh, it is 97% funded. Uh, the episode's going to come out after, though. Uh, it has one day, 12 hours left. So we're going to be just shy. So, you know. Well, you I'm know what? We'll go ahead and we're going to pump it up on our social media. So go ahead. Check out our social media. We got some some funnies uh, up there for you for the holiday season. Please do partake in that. Matter of fact, I, I I know we're up against the clock, but um, we got an absolute stellar reaction with our with our own <sighs> baby Yoda, oh, baby Yoda meme. Uh, meme, and and that was immediately followed by our Muppet Christmas Carol come at me meme. So, um, if you guys have not been checking that out, but you're listening to this, do yourself a favor, check out the uh, check out the non. Uh, podcast release days on social media because we're, we're putting more and more content on and going into the new year that's really just going to amp up uh, our goal is to have new content uh, up for you most days as long as uh, you know time and life permits so so definitely check out baby yoda so cute love just him. just just love him uh, <laughs> for my brother, the CEO of U.S. Comics, John Rivera. That's me. COO of U.S. Comics, and that is me. We will see you next Comic Book Day. Peace.